Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today If there's one thing in the world that we're all fascinated by, it's relationships and love. Uh, Whether it's our own or someone else's, we all want to know more about what makes them work or not work. So over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be looking at the different kinds of relationships out there. Next week, we'll meet the couple who are in a platonic life partnership. But this morning, we're kicking off with a look at open relationships with Annie Lavin, a.k.a. the Relationship Coach. Good morning, Annie. Good morning, guys. How are you? Uh, we're great, thanks. Excited to be exploring all aspects of relationships and love. Um, can you just explain to people who maybe have a vague idea about open relationships, um, in your experience of working with so many couples, how do they generally work? Well, um, when we speak about open relationships, we're normally talking about um, consensually non-monogamous relationships or more commonly known as ethical non-monogamy. And these relationships, they're generally ethical because everyone knows what's going on in them and they're all consenting to the arrangement. Um, So we don't have any real statistics here in Ireland, but what we do have is we have some statistics from the States. And what they suggest is that one in five people report engaging in ethical non-monogamy at some point in their life. And they typically see uh, more younger people um, choosing this this lifestyle. One in five, he says. So 20% of people will be involved in some kind of an open relationship. That seems high. Yeah. Now, it's studies that have come from the States um, but yeah, that, that's what's coming back. Now, they specifically say it's more men compared to women and it's um, more people who identify as gay, lesbian, bisexual compared to those who identify as heterosexual. Right. And um, they were the people who were more likely to report, you know, being, being a part of that mm. phenomenon. And within these relationships, uh, is there one primary partner and then you have rules for how each other person uh, sees other people? Yeah, like it very much depends on the arrangement that the couple makes. So, I mean, oftentimes when I'm working with people like this, there's two main reasons why they might decide to get into an open relationship. One would be that monogamy just doesn't appeal to them or they're just jaded by the constraints. You know, they've either witnessed or experienced in monogamous relationships. Um, And the other one then, the more common one can be the circumstances they find themselves in or a feeling of, having a lack of passion in their current relationship. Um, So, you know, their partner might be the person who finds themselves attracted to another person outside of the primary relationship, um, or they might be the person. Um, Now, it's a more complicated situation if one of those people, excuse me, you know, has an affair um, outside of the relationship without consent, without there being any knowledge. Essentially, that's, that's, you know, just... you know betrayal breach Mm. of trust and so on so in an effort to maintain the primary relationship it's then that a couple might decide okay maybe we should open up our marriage and this isn't the best way to open up your relationship okay so yeah do you find that 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 is a kind of a way of trying to to do what you want to do but get permission to do it as opposed to sitting down with the person that you're in a relationship with and both deciding together that an open relationship works Exactly. 
Yeah. Like it's much better to kind of look at what the underlying issue might be in a relationship first than to try and mask it by opening up the relationship. But of course, that's that's not every case. You know, there's some people who have decided that they want to be in an ethical, non-monogamous relationship. But that's a conversation that they would need to have and have consent and agreement with their partner in advance of that breach of trust. And would it be the case that over time, things may change. For example, you know, somebody might decide, oh, do you know what? I'm, certainly I'm thinking of it going, this is a lot of hassle having different partners and having to remember different um, anniversaries and to go, <laughs> who am I going out with on Saturday night? Um, but like, do you find over, that over time, maybe people in the relationship might go, well, do you know what? I've, I've done the open relationship and now I want to go back to a monogamous relationship. And if you don't keep that line of communication open, presumably the danger is that over time resentment builds up and relationships break down. Yes, exactly. It's it, it's like it's like um, shoe shopping, for example. There's a number of different shoes you might want to try on. Some of them will feel you know more comfortable than others. Some of them will be more appealing than others. So I just think there's more choices available to us now, and I think it's a great thing that people can kind of try on what's a fit for them. But the important thing then is that you're 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 partnering with people who are also in agreement with that. Or it might be the case that you have to come to the arrangement that actually this doesn't work for both of us anymore. So that's why I think when it comes to any kind of relationship that you're co-creating, it's important that you know yourself well enough to know what it is that you like. So, you know, if you're if you're single and you're about to get into relationship, that you can be the person at the very early stages of a relationship saying, listen, I think I'm I'm. I'm, I, my preference is to be in a non-monogamous relationship um, because if you find yourself in a marriage or in a long-term relationship, you know, there's there's kind of a an unsaid agreement that a lot of people have that the person I'm with is 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 choosing, consciously choosing to be with me and, and wants to continue a monogamous relationship. Say you have an open relationship that's functioning quite well. Uh, is the usual approach to other partners outside the relationship, is is it the don't ask, don't tell? Is that generally how it works? So, look, I know you're doing stuff, you know I'm doing stuff, but we don't need to give each other all the gritty detail. Mm. Well, again, that will come down to the agreement that people have made. You know, that's, that's kind of, I, I think that's a big part of um, deciding that you're going to open up your relationship. There's no set rules, but it's hugely important to work together to establish what your expectations and boundaries are with your partner. So that that to me sounds like there, you know, you're speaking about an emotional boundary. You know, let's talk about what might make you jealous. Um, if you hear about me describing who I was with or what I was doing, if that's going to bring up huge jealousy in me, then maybe we won't discuss that. But I do think there's a few things that you do have to consider if you're going to open up your relationship, not only emotional boundaries, but sexual boundaries and personal boundaries. You know, like what is fair game? Are friends okay to to to, to be with? Co-workers, ex-partners, you know, how do you feel about all of these things? It's a really big conversation. And for a lot of couples, it can be too big for them to manage on their own. So it's, it's, it can be important for them to seek the support of, of um, a, a, a relationship coach, relationship therapist, to really kind of iron out some of these topics if they struggle to do it themselves. And, and is jealousy, which is a very natural emotion, is that expected in this situation rather than kind of, well, I can't possibly be jealous because I have an open relationship? I mean, you know, is it, is it part and parcel of the whole scenario? 
Yeah, I think we're all humans. So that feeling of jealousy, um, it can be higher in some people than others or higher in some situ- more, more in, in some situations more so than others. And certainly the, these kind of relationships, um, you know, if you're not well practiced in them, there can be a risk of jealousy and, of course, issues with your self-esteem then. Mm. Um, so how you are before you enter into uh, uh, any kind of relationship will impact the quality of that relationship. So, for example, if, if jealousy is an issue in your relationship before you open it up, you can be sure it's going to be an issue when, when it's opened. Mm. Um, have you ever come across you know, a couple where maybe someone is going along with it for the sake of the other person who doesn't, doesn't want to appear like they're a stick in the mud? You know, and that they don't want to let the other person down because maybe part of them is thinking, look, this is who they are. This is the price of of entry here. And if I want to be with this person, then they're going to have to kind of play by their rules. Do you come across couples where one person is maybe outwardly saying, yeah, yeah, and we're so open. But actually on the inside, they're struggling with it. Yes, yes, I have. I've come across a number of cases like that where it's a real challenge for them. And that's that's where they're having to kind of give up their need for, or they're prioritizing the need of their partner over their own. So that's why it's really important to know yourself and to know your preferences and to make choices from that place. I think when you feel this is the price um, for me to maintain this relationship, I think that's when you're on a slippy slope. Yeah, well, Vinny and Mayo says the shoe metaphor, Annie, is a dangerous one. Dave might confuse the next sneaker show he attends with a swingers convention. <laughs> no, I don't think so. We're going to try on shoes, in air quotes. There is a question in us that says, can you ask Annie what the effects, if any, are involved in relationships having uh, psychologically or emotionally on the children of any of the involved partners? Like, I'd be curious about whether non-monogamy would work for me, but I don't know if I'd want to pursue it if I had kids, says the text. I think we always have to consider the impact um, that our relationship or our behaviours in relationship will have on children. And again, I think that comes down to a boundaries issue and um, a lot of communication between the couple. And again, it might be an outside party, a a professional to kind of consider all of these things before they get into an open relationship. Because, you know, in theory, it can sound like, you know, the, the magic fix, but in reality, it's, it's somewhat different. And yes, we are dealing with people and we're dealing with more people than just two. So, um, so yeah, there's more things to consider. Mm. It's interesting other people's opinions. Uh, this text says open relationship is pointless. You either want one person or just be single. I suppose that's a black and white way of looking at it, but we're human beings. We're rarely black and white. Um, there's all that gray area in between. So um, it's just, it's not as simple. Relationships aren't that simple. And that's why we're doing this yeah. like, study on relationships over the next few weeks and months, because we want to see what the alternatives are out there to just the black and white but scenario that we always know. I also think, Andy, you know, I think society likes to imagine that all relationships are are fairly homogenous, but I think if you, uh, you know, in your experience, I'm sure when you look under the bonnet, you know, you'll see intricacies in all all relationships, and that people always want different things and and at different times of their lives as well. Absolutely, and and our society and the norms that are expected of us 
um, for the most part in Ireland have been um, monogamous relationships. We haven't really seen evidence of other types of relationships or partnerships. And in a lot of cases, monogamy doesn't work for people. Or we even have to look inside a monogamous relationship and look at the quality of that relationship rather than just this broad title of I am exclusively only with one person. What's the quality of that relating in in the relationship? You know, we've been taught that our relationship structure, the title of partner, girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, wife, that it offers us some sort of security, some sort of guarantee or commitment. But but really, there's no commitment. You know, there's no commitment other than, I suppose, the devotion that we show up to love with every day. Um, and I think for a lot of people, there's kind of, that part is skipped over. It's like, like, are you in a relationship? How long are you in a relationship? And there's kind of so much... Um, so much clout given to the length of time people stay together without really paying attention to the quality, quality of that yeah, relationship that makes for sense. years. Uh, Annie Lavin, the relationship coach.ie is where you'll find Annie. Thanks for joining us today and filling us in on that. Appreciate it, Annie. My pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today.